With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Happy Friday, Denver. It is Denver's best and weirdest news-ish podcast. I am your MC for the evening, John Ekstrom. It is a pleasure to be with you here on the Mile High Life Network, where we have all the best pods here in town. We adore this network. We're proud to be a part of it, and we hope you listen to every show on our network. You just heard the Frickashinas, who I saw on Friday at East Fast. East Fax Tap. I got to get it right here. East Fax Tap because they were great, great hosts. Put on an amazing show. All Waffle Trick was there. Dryer Fire, Draft Punk, and Adrenaline. It melted everyone's face. But the Frickashinas let off with Happy Friday, and for good reason. It is the best song in the world. Maybe I'm overshooting here. Maybe not. I'm joined by my co-host, Kevin Batstone. Happy Friday, Denver. Good to see everybody. We're two days into summer here. It's great. We're heating up. The rain's going away. It's getting hot outside. My favorite time of year. You know what? Thank God you're still wearing that blazer, though. (laughs) Here in the hot weather. That's uh, (laughs) fantastic. Uh, Also, and to my left, your right, if you're listening at home, is Arthur Raw. Hey, baby, I love the boot scootin' boogie all over the whole banquet of bountiful goods. Let's keep it going on a Friday. I have no idea what the fuck he just said. But that's the way we roll here at Happy Friday. That's what we do. This last weekend was Father's Day, and on Father's Day is always the U.S. Open. So we had a fantastic finish with a Colorado tie. Kev's got that one for us. Pretty cool stuff, man. Uh, this this guy, Wyndham Clark, what an amazing golfer, right? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I haven't really been following him his entire career. I, don't, I, I try to keep up with golf a little bit. But, I mean, what the cool thing is, look, it's a Denver native, right? 123rd annual U.S. Open. He goes out there and gets it done. And it was. I mean, it was kind of a nail-biter down to, to, oh, yeah. to the last hole. Gets it done. 29-year-old. And, of course, the first thing he did was look to the sky. He's like, my mother. You know, this one's for mom, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I, lo- I love seeing athletes compete, winning these amazing championships, you know, because the U.S. Open is basically considered a championship. Oh, it's huge. It's, it's one of the big four in golf. It's massive. So, and he's got one of those great names, too, that I feel like is backwards. Right, you, where, you feel like it should be Clark Wyndham? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. So it's like LeBron James, right? Yeah, James it would make LeBron. more sense if, were, if his name were Le, or James LeBron, right? That's like, a good point. So, like, I love backwards names like that. That's phenomenal. So he's got my vote in that book, but he's a Denver native. And, when like, I think he's the first Colorado-born player to win the U.S. Open. I believe that is true. I believe that is correct. Look, I, I just feel like the whole state has epic momentum right now. Oh, yeah. And, and if you're from here, if you're, if you're not even from here, but you're playing for the state – you're working for Colorado, then you have a good chance on taking 
um, a, lot, a lot of titles right now, a lot of wins right now. Like, the state has this momentum. That's you how I feel. Se- you segued that perfectly for me because we're not just talking championships in sports. We're talking best colorist here, right? So when you go get your hairs did, when you get all pretty, get your hairs did, where do you want to go? You want to go to the best colorist, am I right? Absolutely. We're going to highlight that just like she highlights hair. And what I'm saying is... I think it, you mean he. Uh, Luis? 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 Luis Gonzalez. That's a man's name, Okay. Dude. Well, I'm so sorry, Luis. Um... Either way, they crush. They crush. We don't know how they identify. So I'm just going to say they crush. And it's so cool to see this, though. This person um, is is not from Colorado originally. They moved here when they were six from Mexico. Uh, They've been doing a lot of hair coloring since, um, but actually got the top spot for North America. So that's so not just America, not just Colorado. Yeah, no, that's that's best colorist in North America. That's Mexico, Canada, America. Who gets to say they're the best on a continent? I know, right? Like, that's, that's pretty. Fun. That's pretty intense. That's large. Yeah, that is large. And that's who's voting on that? Like who's who, how, <laughs> who's how the we expert panel? Thing? Yeah, who wears the panel? If I had to guess, Vidal Sassoon has yeah. got to be up there, right? You yeah. know, um, and uh, you know uh, Jose Abair. Who else has their names on products, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. I, that's I'm some, making this up. Some, I have no fucking some, idea. Some designer names. I mean, <laughs> you know, we got to go to the hair experts. That's yeah, right. And and so their inspiration was really to, and I'm paraphrasing on the quote here, but they really just wanted to help people uh, capture their own style and help them find that. And that's what they did here. And so I really respect that. We always want to make sure to call out um, these kind of fun little piece of news topics. So my question on this is. Um, I've personally never colored my hair. Why John, not? John, I feel like you may have. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kevin, I don't feel like you ever have, but I wanted to ask. <laughs> Ooh, that was a sly look. That was. <laughs> I wanted to ask, um, what would you color your hair? Like, how, how would you do it? How would you color your hair? We got to go to Kev. Yeah, okay, so, let's so go to Kev John's going to like this story, actually. So back back in the, when I was a, a big WWF guy. Yes. Still going back to yes. WWF. I was a huge Undertaker fan. Uh-huh. Goth Undertaker, not Biker Taker. No, no, not Biker Taker. And yes. so I wanted to dye my hair. I grew my hair out. I was like 13 or 14 at the time. <laughs> you know, high school. I was freshman, just going into fre- you know freshman high school. How long it, did you get it? I didn't go. I didn't full send. No, well, I, I only it takes sent. a long time. I, I couldn't do it. And got, you have to go through awkward phases. I dude. didn't like, like it. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, but I was like, I'm dying this thing black. I want, okay. I want, I want to have taker hair. You know, yeah. and then roll my eyes up into my skull. Yeah, how'd it look? It looked t- absolutely terrible. Do you have any? Do you have pictures? I have to, de- I have to dig deep. Mama but, does. Um, Mama, mom might. Vicky, she might. John Batstone, y'all got some pictures? Yeah, she, she might. Because I remember we did a photo <laughs> shoot in the house that that because my dad's a photographer. Yeah. So we did some. Sh- and, and looking back on it, you just see. I mean, it was rough, guys. It was rough. So that's the only time I have. And I don't think I would do it again. So I've done plenty of highlights. I've done low lights in my hair. Like, I've done uh, frosted tips. Remember when that was big way oh, back yeah, in the day? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then at one point my, at home, I bleached it with my friend Carson. And it was full-on slim fucking shady, dude. Okay. It was wow. terrible. And, like, I look back on those and I go, whoa, that is some bright white hair. And I had it way the fuck spiked up. It was intense. You went full punk rock. Uh-huh. Or like, even the Backstreet Boys do that too. Oh yeah. Well, no, even, I mean, they had the Link, frosted even tips. Lincoln Park, tips. Even Lincoln Park was doing that. Yeah, everyone Dylan was doing, yeah, was like, doing yeah, it. Everyone was doing that back then. Yeah, it was the whole thing. So I haven't done it in a while. I yeah. haven't really needed to. I've been good with my current hair color uh-huh. um, and my current style, and it hasn't really lent itself to that. Plus, when your hair is short, yeah, dyeing it is kind of a fool's errand. 
because the roots are going to grow in quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why women get root touch-ups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, the hair, like, stays, you know, with the right color for longer. But the roots are coming in yeah. gray or whatever. Yeah, or they're coming in, like, the natural color. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to get root touch-ups. It's expensive. It's a whole fucking deal. Yeah, I bet. So the only coloring that I've ever done um, is natural by age coloring, and that get, is mm. what gives me my salt and pepper touch. I don't know. It's very distinguished, I yes. Know, I don't know if y'all can no, see that. No, you can see. Yeah, yeah. Um, it comes through. But what I would do, and I thought about this while I was taking a shower today. I was like, all right. So You it, think about it, us when you're in the shower? I, I was totally thinking about you guys in the shower. Yeah, that'll happen. That's and, nice. And also what color I would do my hair. So it would be highlights, and it would be a dark violet. Just ever so slightly visible from the certain light. Dark violet, huh? Yeah, like like a a, a, a dark blue or purple or something like that within that color spectrum. When we were in high school, I my feel friend. Like that's what I would want to do. When we were in high school, my friend Carson dyed his pubes. So, oh, wow. um, okay. which that's to, a bold choice, right? Way to there. go, Carson. That, that is yeah. aggressive. That, that's close to some important things, yeah, Carson. Uh, I know, and like that, that could sting, man. Like, oh but, yeah, that's risky area. But no, he put the Carson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's the best. He's one of my favorite people. <laughs> Shout out to you. <laughs> so hopefully Carson. you're listening. All right, um, let's go to the UFC. Um, another local story: Denver fighter. Wait, wait, wait. So he just—that's the whole story. He he died his pubes. Yeah, and there was nothing else out of that story. No, we all saw it. Oh. And, um, yeah, it was. I, it was multicolored too. It was a whole fucking deal. Okay, okay. that's back so, when peas were cool. I'm uh, assuming. Uh, okay, yeah. they're not cool anymore. They're not cool anymore. Manscape, but anyway. Okay. Oh yeah, no, it was probably it was probably <laughs> a little bit more. There, were, there was probably more of a thicket down there. You at could the say time. it was retro. Yeah. Well, it's retro now. It was very of its time. Yeah, exactly. So that's fair. Yeah. Anyway, let's go to the UFC now. Yes. So. Um, <laughs> Denver fighter moved up a weight class in four days' notice. Holy shit, dude! Moving up a weight class, like pretty intense. I mean, you don't have to cut, which is nice. But one big in his UFC debut, Kev, you got more. I mean, pretty intense stuff here. I didn't see the fight, but I was kind of reading back, seeing some of these highlights. Uh, Muhammad Namov, he's been a fighter, kind of in the lower leagues. He gets a call. He gets a call because the, the fight that was supposed to take place with was a Swedish fighter named Jamie Malarkey. He wasn't able to get into the country, and so the UFC was scrambling, saying, we got to find an opponent for this guy. So they reach out uh, to Muhammad. He answers, says, man, I'm going to have to put some pounds on. I'm flying to Vegas this weekend to fight. Goes out there, wins the fight. Mm. That's a pretty epic <laughs> pretty epic UFC debut right That's there. That's super epic. Step up to the plate and take a fucking swing, man. I love that. Like Cerrone, Donald Cerrone, another local guy, was always ready to fight. He's like, I don't care. Just uh, no notice. I'll fight. BJ Penn is a natural 155. BJ Penn won the title at 175 and then fought fucking Lyoto Machida at 185. Because BJ wow. Penn's like, no one's more badass than me. And then eventually, like, the sport caught up to him and he aged and, you know, he eventually mm-hmm. got caught. But, but in his prime, he was the oh, shit. Oh, dude, he so, was, they so, called him the so prodigy. When you yeah. make bold choices... The universe rewards you for them. That's right. Make bold choices. The universe will reward you for them. This is a bold fucking choice. And, man, he hit it out of the park. I love it. He did. I mean, look, I'm going to keep it going with this little idea here, and that is if you are representing representing the state of Colorado right now, even if you moved here, but you're going to you're gonna hold this state down, you're, you have a high likelihood to come in and crush whatever is in front of you right now. <laughs> no shit, right? Yeah, when your number's called, you got to step up and do mm-hmm. it because you never know when that opportunity's going to come. You put yourself in that position, you work hard enough, the UFC calls you to make a huge debut on that stage, you go out there and win. Yeah. I mean, shit, we're sitting next to the pod daddy of Colorado right here, John Ekstrom. Luck is the pod intersection daddy. of talent and opportunity. Yes. So that's what this is. Like, you, you never know when you're going to get called. But you have talent and opportunity. He stepped up. He seized on it. I love it. Epic. I do. Absolutely okay. fantastic. So moving on, Mike Birbiglia is one of my favorite comedians. And he has a joke where he was dating a girl who said, uh, you know what my greatest fear is? It's that you will leave me and find someone else. 
And he goes, oh, okay. And she goes, what's your biggest fear? And he goes, bears. So, Kev, <laughs> here's a story about bears. bears. What do you got? <laughs> Man, this, uh, this was pretty wild. I saw the video to it. I think it went viral on, on one of the news sources that I was looking at. And I said, man, I'm, I'm going to put this on a happy Friday. So this bear was climbing up a, to the second story of this house. Second story, climbs through the window. He's just hanging out indoors. <laughs> Apparently these guys weren't home. The neighbors saw it. Thank God. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, you got the window open. You're letting in some fresh air. It's beautiful up in Steamboat this time of year. But this bear literally climbs out up the window. Second story. You can just see him hanging off. Goes, in, goes into the house and he's having a party in there all on his own. It's unreal. He's trying to get that AC. I mean, think, totally. Do you think a bear would appreciate the AC as they like go in there? Do you think they're like, oh, it's nice and cool in here? Like I'm feeling the, the, the temperature of the environment. Maybe. Uh, it's hard for me to guess a bear's motivation, but um, I will say my dad one time saw a bear show up on the back deck, drink the, sit down flat on his ass, drink the fucking hummingbird feeder, belch, put it down, walk away. So awesome. bears are awesome. Like, they're they're, they're terrifying. Epic. I don't know. Don't don't come to my house if you're a bear. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I live in the city, you know. So thankfully, that's not a problem that I encounter all that yeah, often. Yeah. But uh, bears are hilarious and great. Throwback to when we were talking about Dan Aykroyd movies and the Great Outdoors. <laughs> big bear, big bear, chase me. <laughs> you know, you, so. Yeah, you do that John Candy uh, moment really well. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's fantastic. Are you gonna have an old ninety sixer tonight? Man, that does sound good. I don't think I could do it. No, I, don't I, I couldn't do it. I would no. try it, but I don't think I would succeed. An old 96 96 ounce Yeah, that's state. from the great outdoors. Man. Oh. That's what we're talking about. Well, bear none on that. Yeah, yeah. Bear, bear none on that. But so, <laughs> going back to this story, so the bear actually managed to find its way back to the window. It found its way into the house and, and escaped, went back to the neighborhood. Pretty cool. If you, if you scroll down in the show notes, take a look at this video. It's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. the video's fun, man. Yeah. All right, so I was down in our southern neighbor. Didn't see any bears. Saw some kissing camels. I saw some giraffes. I saw some penguins, I saw some budgies, and Colorado Springs. I hadn't been in Colorado Springs in a while. Saw some friends down there, had a great time. Let's talk about our neighbor to the south here. So, had the day off. It was a federal holiday earlier this week. Mm -hmm. And so went down with the family. We went to the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo, to which I'd never been. I've never been either. That's a phenomenal zoo, by the way. Heard that. What a great experience, man. Like, they have cultivated that in a beautiful way. The animal experiences are really, like, the animal encounters are cool. Um, the, the layout is really fun. You can get a beer there. Um, it's delightful. And then in the afternoon, we went to Cave of the Winds. I haven't been to Cave of the Winds since I was fucking 10. I don't think I've ever been, but I've heard of it. Dude, so you should go because... Is it windy the whole time? Is it like howling? Whistling? No, 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 no. It's not like that, but it's okay. cold in there, man. It's like is 54 it? degrees all year round. Hmm. Wow. And it's a living thing. A cave is a living, breathing thing. There's water and it's what causes these crystals and these stalactites and these stalagmites. My kids had a great time. It was a, a fun day of family wholesomeness. Stalactites are up, uh, down to up. Nope. Stalagmites are up to down. Nope. I got a dyslexic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here's the trick. Here. Okay. So here's your learning moment of Happy Friday. Okay. You ready? Okay. Stalag the more we know. Stalactites hang tight from the ceiling. Okay. Stalagmites you might trip over. Oh, okay. Because they're on the ground. That makes sense. Tight to the ceiling, might trip over. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I like that. I, that would have been so my guess. It's just there's like your bees, cave geology it, lesson for today. It's just like bees and wasps. If they're furry, no need to worry. If they're shiny, watch their hiney. Wow. I have i don't know that I've ever facts, heard that one. Facts. I haven't heard that one either. I was just talking <laughs> to someone about being stung. That was pretty good. So facts. if they're furry, no need to worry. If they're yes. shiny, mind their hiney. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah, okay. It is summertime, so. so we've learned about bears, you know. bees, <laughs> bees, caves, 
Uh, this this is the science hour here <laughs> on your Friday, which is always a good time. What the fuck are we talking about next? Jesus, it's more science shit. We're talking earthquakes. Wait, I thought we had more about the springs. Oh yeah, so um, yeah, the springs. Yeah, so uh, you know, <laughs> the springs is interesting because I don't think it gets as much love as other parts of Colorado. Like you go up the, the hills a lot, mm-hmm. um, or you know you'll hear about Boulder or whatever. Um, but the springs, man, like it it is breathtakingly gorgeous down there and so close to the mountain. Have either of you done the incline? Yes. No, I've never walked the incline. Yes, you, you yes, did I, the incline? Okay. I didn't do it in a good time. I just I completed yeah. it. Yeah, dude. Well, that's what you counts. Okay. Yeah. No, I made sure like, I had to stop a lot though. Yeah. Well, sure. You know, I, I drank a whole camel camelback on my way up. It's intense. Yeah. No, it's an, it's definitely intense. And there's like a lot of hidden gems in the springs. I feel like Garden of the Gods is fantastic. Beautiful. Yeah. When I had my buddy in town from New England, he's like, man, I want to go check that place out because he'd heard about it, like mm-hmm. things to do in Colorado. Sure. Garden of Gods, beautiful. Pikes Peak, obviously epic. You know the hill climb that they do there. Is old Porgy's Frosted Cap. Yeah, Old Porgy's Frosted Cap. <laughs> Andrew WK. Andrew WK calls it old, old Porgy's Frosted Cap because he's an insane person. In the uh, what is, it, is it the Pikes Peak Arena that they have down there? Uh, yeah, I, I think don't that's know. the name of it. Where they, I mean, a lot of concerts come to there, comedians yeah. come to there. Like you're kind of right. It almost like kind of treat it like the redheaded stepchild sometimes. Yeah, you know, it's like oh Colorado Springs, but it's actually a pretty fun town, dude. But the Broadmoor's down there too. Have you guys oh, ever stayed at the Broadmoor? I haven't. Broadmoor's tits, dude. It's so good. I've heard good things. All I know is all the construction office renovation that i've done in colorado springs is holding up nice and it's so beautiful oh well thank god <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so that's, that's that's your take on colorado this springs. is arts commercial real estate corner <laughs> <laughs> when i build something i want whoever demos it to curse me um no but like I, i've done the um the incline before a lot of fun Obviously, Garden of Gods. I mean, when you guys list them all off before me, like, how am I going to, yeah, yeah, that, this, yeah. Wait, wait, there's still the start, Air Force Academy on the table. Well, the Olympic Training Center, I, I mean, the Olympic I, Museum. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So you got all this other stuff. Pikes Peak Raceway. Are lapping you. I didn't, I didn't necessarily <laughs> even get on the racetrack, guys. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's that's true. You're uh, you're stalled out in pit row. So let's move on. Okay, this segment's yours. Talk to us about earthquakes. Okay, so Colorado does get some earthquakes. Look, I'm from the Denver area. I met Denver metropolitan area. Um, I've never experienced an earthquake out here personally, but in the southern area of the state bordering New Mexico, recently, last Monday, we had two earthquakes back-to-back five minutes apart. And so the first one was a 3.8 magnitude, and that was recorded near El Moro. And then we also had one uh, about, well, El Moro is about 20 minutes away from the border of Colorado and New Mexico, so it's, it's not that far. And then five minutes after that, we had another one, a 4.3, also a little north of El Moro. Um, No damage reported at this time, so I'm happy everybody was safe, everybody was good. Um, But apparently there has been more than 80, um, wait, over 600 earthquakes recorded within 80 miles of Trinidad over the past 10 years. So that's a lot of seismic activity. Uh, I've never felt an earthquake and so my question for this article is, you know, have either of you ever experienced an earthquake? Like, I could imagine that would be terrifying. Um, I've, I've never actually been through a, an absolute house shaker. No, me either. <clears throat> Although uh, in 1990, Hulk Hogan feuded with earthquakes. <laughs> oh, stop. Um, and earthquake sent him to the hospital. In reality, Hulk Hogan was off filming Suburban Commando. But uh, he did destroy him on the Brother Love show. And so that affected me deeply as a child because I'm like, hey, got to get well, Hulk. 
and the main event of SummerSlam 90. He had the big boss man in his corner. Earthquake had Dino Bravo. This is all a long way of saying I have no experience with earthquakes. <laughs> I know, like... But also saying that there is a little bit of earthquake experience as a child. <laughs> so, so, so that was clever. That was clever. I do my best. That was good, John. Um, so they, they don't have that on the north northeast. I mean, look, there's earthquakes all over the place. Because yeah. here's the deal. Looking down in the Trinidad area, there is a fault line that runs right there. And that's yeah. obviously how we know where earthquakes happen, right? There's, there's shifts in the tectonic plates of yes. the fault line. And that's what creates this, this rumble underneath. But I'll tell you this. 4.3 is pretty serious for Colorado. I mean, California, that's oh, yeah. probably rookie numbers. Oh, yeah, These guys yeah. are used to it out there. They're like, if it's not over a 4, I'm not even waking up. Yeah. You know, those guys are used to it. I've never personally felt one. I think they're interesting. You know, people have described it as being on, like, a boat, you know, when the boat shifts a little mm. bit. Like, it feels like your house is doing that, huh. um, which is kind of see, fun and also that. alarming at yeah, the same time. Yeah, it seems time. unsettling. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I'd like it. Especially if you're in, like, a, a taller building. Like, I mean, we saw what happened in Turkey earlier this year. Um, Earth great. Yeah, it's, it could be catastrophic. And I don't mean to go doomsday because it is happy Friday, Denver. But if that Yellowstone mega fucking volcano ever goes off, <laughs> Old Faithful, yeah, we're fucked. Well, yeah, we're fucked. It's not going to be good. Even in Denver, like you're fucked. Oh no, everyone's fucked. Yeah, that one's like the whole world. That's is, kind of a planet ender. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 mega mega. Yeah. But you know, there's nothing we can do about that. You know, what you can do something about leaving your dog in the car. Don't fucking do it. And here's why. Yeah, this. Yeah, come on. And for all those dog owners where your dog needs to pee uh, in the elevator or immediately on the stairs when you exit a building, take care of your animal better, too, because obviously you're not taking your dog out often enough, so it needs to pee immediately when leaving the apartment. You guys can do better than that. Um, So that's a side note here. But, yeah, so it's getting hotter out right now. Um, this is a fun little segment. You know, I like to come in with some graphs and, and, and some, like, kind of charts, top tens. I love when you come in with visual elements for this audio platform. Top tens. You know, yeah. it's top tens. And so we got, you know, different degrees out there. And so let's keep our furry friends safe. And so right now what we're going to do is go through, if we're looking at uh, outside temperature, and there's no asphalt temperature here, Kevin. Yeah, thank you. Um, Find that up. Outside temperature... Wait, this isn't match the gas? No. Oh shit! Okay. I, thought, I thought it was. I had a bunch of NASCAR factoids. <laughs> oh man, that sounds fun. <laughs> so, so I'm going to start at 70 degrees. When it's 70 degrees outside, after 10 minutes, how hot do you think it gets inside of the vehicle? 86. Yeah, uh, 84. Okay, 86, 84. It's 89 degrees. Damn it, Jesus! After so 10, like- after 10 minutes, after 30 minutes at 70 degrees outside, after 30 minutes, how hot does it get in the car? Uh, 93. Yeah, that was my guess, too. 104. What? Jesus Christ. Oh, because of the fucking greenhouse effect. Because, like, the comes in through the glass... And then again, more science here. So um, <laughs> science and, Friday, but, but it's uh, but it's trapped in there. So, uh, but I mean, even if you crack the window at seventy degrees, that's not going to be good enough. No, it's, I don't think it's it still is. Still going to be really hot. Yeah, yeah. So, so if the vehicle's parked in the shade, though, right? Because a lot of folks try to park through, if, if direct sunlight. I, I, that makes sense to me. Direct sunlight, yes. So yeah. th- th- this is off direct sunlight. Yes. Okay. Because we can uh, only is, assume. We can only assume. And you know what? Like Teslas yeah. have uh, like animal mode. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that? Well, yeah. Like, and it, sa- it says, "Don't worry, I'll be back." And the AC is on on like the big. Touch yeah. screen display. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, you can set it if, if you have to go in or whatever. Um, I've never been in a store with an animal in the car for more than two minutes. Yeah. So, like, that's literally it. Mm-hmm. Two minutes. Well, and hopefully the window was still cracked. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I crack all four of them. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Because I have moving. a sedan. Yeah. 
So, how about infants? Are we are we down for never leave infants? your infant in the car <laughs> for any reason? Absolutely for not. For fuck's sake, don't <laughs> ever. That is a Happy Friday joke. Okay, so I'm, I'm, is it? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> no, with, no, that's I'm going to be I'm going to be the earnest one for a change. Don't ever leave your baby in the car. No. Yeah, so. for P- PC reasons, I I did not I did not mean what I said there. Uh, Mile High Life is an amazing network. You can trust <laughs> you can trust a lot of stuff. Okay, so we're going to do one more guess, and then I'm going to tell everybody what it is at 90 degrees. So at 80 degrees outside, after 10 minutes. What is it in the car? 101. Uh, yeah, a hundy. That's that's really close, John. You got you got it. It's it's 99 degrees. So you were a little right there. If it's the price is right, we both lose though. You know, because you got to get hot. You know, you closest were close, without going over. You were over. closer. It's 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 yeah, okay. hap- it's a happy Friday. It's true. It's not the price. It's, is right. it's newsish. And so after 30 minutes, what is it at 80 degrees? Uh, 114. I'll go 112. John on, on, hit the nail on the head Did right I? there. Yeah. Oh shit! One fourteen, and so to answer the article's question, if it's ninety degrees in the car uh, outside, then it's going to be one oh nine after ten, two one twenty four after thirty minutes, and the point being here is just let's be responsible pet owners, let's take care of our animals, and let's make sure that the fire department doesn't have to show up and bust out some glass. Come on, people! Yeah, no shit. One hundred percent. All right, <clears throat> but. Let's say it's 90 degrees, you haven't left your animals in the car, but you're out doing shit. Okay. Right? So we finally hit 90. It's finally warm enough. What do you guys like to do? So summer, I love summer. I love the heat. I love being outside. I have my answer here. Do you guys escape to the movie theater? Do you like to abscond to the mountains? Do you like to bask in the heat? What do you like to do when it's hot out? Well, you know, I would like to preface this by I I did have some more time to think about it since we covered this question last week. And one thing that I left out was and actually you inspired me with uh the show notes here and it is hopping in a cool pool drying off in the sun Mm. and then hopping back in that cool pool that's an awesome summer activity obviously cooking outside and then just those summer nights chilling on a patio hanging out with loved ones people that you care about just kind of hanging out man that's that's what it's all about we got misters on our patio now and that's lovely. That's nice. So, like, I, I just I love being outside. I love how it stays light real late. Yeah. Like, my kids are out riding their bikes and stuff. Like, But it's important to have shade. That's one thing I hated about living in Texas was there was no difference between the shade and the sun. The ambient it, temperature. It, it was all the same. the same. Like, I go into the shade, I go, it's the fucking same. Yeah. Like, come on. It's kind of so, how Phoenix is. Yeah, like, Colorado is nice in that it, there's a big difference between in the sun and the shade. I, I spent my entire youth in a pool, man. Like, yeah. I love going to – I was at a pool on Father's Day this weekend. I'm going to Waterworlds today, as you all hear this, because nice. I got friends in from North Kakalaki. Awesome. Sponsored by North Kakalaki, as we were once upon a time. That's right. <laughs> Brought to you by uh, North Kakalaki. <laughs> what? So, uh-huh. Try it again. Uh, was it Kakalaki? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, so, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I love being in the water, man. I love 90 degree days. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of the heat, obviously. Even it's, in the blazer? It's it's hot out. I'm still wearing jeans, boots, blazer. Jesus I love Christ. it, man. I, I, you know, and it could, maybe I'm channeling my. back like wet? No. How? I don't know. That's wild. Uh, and, and now, if I was in Phoenix, different story. I can handle anything under 100. Like, once we start okay. going 101, 102, layers are coming off. You know, I might have to do the show with a blazer on, no shirt on, <laughs> once we get to that point here later this summer. I feel like yeah. you're bouncing a strip club. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like, something like, I like that. that. We'll hang the beef out, as we once talked yeah, yeah. about, the beef. beef. But, uh, you know, so two days ago on Wednesday, you know, was the, was the latest sunset of the year. Because it was the summer solstice. Mm-hmm. So the sun oh, will yeah. set the latest and now starts to go back the other way to the winter solstice. So enjoy those 9 p.m. sunsets if you weren't still right. light out. Time is a flat circle. Jesus. It's, isn't it great? Yeah. 
But I love it, man. I love, I love, I think to echo Art's point, being outdoors at night when it's still warm out, yeah. it's still light out at like 845, you can go night fishing. I, I, I like I, doing I, fish. I got one thing, though. Listen to tunes. So tunes. I, I, w- I went on a, a secondary walk, and as I was returning home, the sun had finally fully set, and then all of a sudden the mosquitoes came out in a oh, rampant yeah. force. And if it wasn't for my God-gifted extra hair, like I would not have felt these mosquitoes landing on me and it's like a deterrent layer. Like I feel like I have been through an evolutionary uh, test to where like I have natural mosquito deterrent now. I fought all three of the ones that were trying to bite off, right? I smacked all of them, killed them. Um, none of them actually successfully sucked blood. No, you really and, got a Robin Williams thing and, happening and, here. And then I did not have any mosquito bites. But have you guys ever done this with a mosquito? When they do actually get on you, you notice them, you let them get in there, and then all of a sudden you just like, mm, you fucking flex that shit, and you pop the mosquito with blood pressure. I can honestly say I have not. It's epic. Yeah, that I mean, that's a little bit alarming, I think. That's, that's taking it to, to another level with mosquitoes. Like, how dare you? I'm going to wreck your whole body. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pump this right into you until you fucking oh, 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 die. Oh, you want it? Okay, I'm gonna give it to you, baby. That uh, <laughs> that's one of the most disturbing things ever said on this show. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure how to feel about that, but yeah, mosquitoes are coming, guys. With all the rain we have, with the heat now, it's it's a perfect breeding ground for skeeters. Wow. Alrighty. So coming up next week is something that I'm working on. Full disclosure here: I am a subcontractor to the Denver Regional Council of Governments. They did not pay me to do this. They did not ask me to do this. They don't. I think even know that I'm doing this, but bike to work day is, Oh, there. Yeah. They'll find out. Um, bike to work day is coming up Wednesday, June 28th. Um, it is a cool event. It's happened for a lot of years here in Denver and I'm going to read this. So it's designed to encourage people to take fewer car trips, encourage less traffic, better air quality and higher quality of life. So, Basically, there's a bunch of aid stations around the city. There's sponsored events. There's a group ride to Emporium Brewing. They created a beer that's called No Handlebars. It's a summer easy drinking wheat with, uh, I think, tangerine peels, some puree, um, some orange peel. It is delicious from what I'm told. It it hasn't been released yet, but that'll come out Wednesday, Mm. uh, June 28th. So bike to work day. How do you guys uh, reduce your own car trips? Because... I know I work from home, so I'm already not on the road a ton, which is really great. But if we can substitute car trips, it's kind of like you are the traffic, right? Everyone bitches about traffic, yeah. but if you're out there, you are the traffic. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. kind of contributing That's to true. it. That's <clears throat> true. Yeah, I think, I mean, out of the three of us, I obviously drive the most, you know, doing what I do for the day job. Yeah, you have professional obligation for that. Yep, yep, visiting, you know, accounts in between, whatnot. So, like, you know, on the on the weekends and, and the downtime, I'll I'll walk to the, the liquor store to get beer, walk to get pizza or something like that, weather permitting. So I try to keep the trips down doing that. But So you're in a part of town that allows that, though, right? Yeah, Because, yeah. That, like, that's... That's part of what this is about too. Like, how do we design our cities to be like where where you don't where you can eliminate car trips if mm-hmm. you want to? Yeah, no, absolutely, and it's beneficial. I mean, biking here would be a long trip from where I live. <laughs> yeah, you know, to the studio. I'm about I don't know, 15 miles south of here, give or take 10, mm-hmm. 15 miles. So that's a bit of a bike ride up to I-25. I don't know if I'm going to take that one on. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's great. I think bike to work. I like it. I think it's a good idea. Eliminates, you know, guys on the streets, you know, Denver's infrastructure has been overwhelmed, of course, with, with the, uh, the population increase over the last 10, 15 years, we've seen the expansion. So the less cars we can keep on the roadways, I'm a fan of. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, let's move our legs a little bit. Like if you, if you're in for those long-term benefits, 
then you will remove driving as often as you can because you love to actually get physical activity within your day. I'm really fortunate where I live right now. Um, I live in an area where there's a plethora of restaurants that are walkable. A plethora. Uh, plethora. A veritable cornucopia of yes, restaurants it's, that are walkable. It's, it's a, a vast amount. And also, there are grocery stores that are walkable. Um Basically, everything's walkable for That's my place. That's boss, dude. So, so a, a lot of times when we were done recording our episodes on Thursday for Happy Friday, um, I'll usually have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, even Tuesday. So I almost can potentially have five days where I don't have to hop into a car once. Oh, that's and, nice. And, and when I'm able to do that, I do get a little stir-crazy, so I, I end up going on a lot of walks. And, and, like, I need to go on those walks and go do those things. But that's how I contribute. Um, also, I feel like it is beneficial that if you are in a situation where, like, you could take public transportation and it's it's not the, the that's wor- part of it too. It's not the worst route because I can understand, like, you know, if if, if I was a uh, female and I, I felt, you know, like I was compromised and in danger on these buses, like that that would make me nervous. And so I, I get that whole aspect to it. But where you can right route, right time, right people with you, let's take public transportation. Um, so yeah, get out there, do some walking. I, I, I love biking though, too. Honestly, the, the best three workouts that you can possibly do with the least amount of impact on your joints is, uh, walking. No, wait, no, walking is not them. It's, it's, it's swimming. It's climbing. It's bike riding. Hmm. Okay. So bike riding is within the top three workouts that you could possibly do with the least amount of joint impact. I completely support this. I like it. Fantastic. What are you guys doing this weekend? Are you doing any biking? I don't, you know, I don't have a bicycle. So I'm a not, bicycle. Yeah, I don't own a bicycle. I need to get one though, because our, our good buddy Clint's been kind of twisting our arm about doing bicycling together. So I might look into doing something like that. But uh, I won't be doing that. But I'm definitely gonna be outdoors. It's gonna be a nice weekend. The weather, you know, the weather's looking good for this weekend. Got some NASCAR to watch, of course. Man, I'm just gonna be cane out. Awesome. Nice. How about awesome. you? As you're listening to this, I am in Seattle actually, and. I'm going out. I'm in Seattle this weekend to sail in the Puget Sound and do some hiking with my father. Uh, really looking forward to it. Beautiful area. Um, it's going to be a blessed weekend. I was recently in Seattle. It was terrific. <clears throat> One of our finest American cities. I, I love that city. I hope you get good weather. Mm-hmm. I hope uh, it looks it, like it is. That's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Denver Taco Festival is coming up this weekend. That is Sunday, 9:45 to noon. I think it goes longer than that. I, I think it does too. But, I mean, that was that was what it was advertised at, but I think that's kind of the right. window where it begins. I mean, come maybe. on, the taco festival has. To I might have go to that actually. Party. Yeah, but get yourselves outside, get get it going. I, you know, it, it's summer finally. Yep. It, it feels like summer at long last. Feels like summer. Is that a song? Uh, could be. I just I, I felt that I, I had to. It's some some summertime. <laughs> that that one was not by the Frickishinas. It, it's, it's a it's a hot girl summer. It's a hot boy summer. John, why don't you bring us out? On this? Alrighty. So, <clears throat> uh, rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform wherever you are. We're on all of them. If you're listening on YouTube, thank you very much. Get in touch with us. Happy Friday, Denver at gmail.com. Send us segment ideas. Send us cool stuff to do. All throughout the week. Happy Friday, Den. We are on social. We are also on a billboard on South Broadway, so be sure to peep that. Take a photo of yourself. Tag us. And you know what? Maybe we'll do something cool for you. But for now, it is summer. It is a cruel, cruel summer in the words of Bananarama. I love it. I could not get more of it. And we're out of here for this week. Play us out, Justin.